Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for another edition of the Rick and Johnny Podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast. This is the one where we're talking about TV, we're talking about movies, entertainment, comic books, nerds, everything, Johnny, under the two nerdy sugs. Welcome in. I'm glad you guys can join us. We got a jam-packed show for you guys, but before I get into everything, Johnny, a very special thing that I want you to give the viewers and the listeners on. Um, give us your official review of Sticks 2019 live from wherever you were in Wisconsin. Uh, actually, it was Illinois. It's Waukegan. Oh, I thought it was in Wisconsin. I thought so before, because oh, okay. I, I you know forgot where the tickets were for. Okay. Uh, but anyways. It was fantastic. It was so, an amazing concert. So you lied to me. There, I did, yeah. I, I lied um, to him. So it was an amazing concert. You it liked was. It? it was fantastic. I didn't know you were a Sticks guy. I didn't peg Se- you. I didn't peg you for a Sticks guy. It's 60s, 70s rock, so yeah. yeah 80s I just, I never rock. pegged you as a Sticks guy. Uh, but they, did they do all the classics? They, a lot of them, yeah. They hit and they you with hit some of their new, their, their new album, too. Okay. So. so you were very... Please. Yes, because the, the uh, encore, uh, the encore was come sail. They, they went off stage. Everything was black, yeah. and then they came in, come sail away, mm-hmm. and then uh, no, I'm sorry, come sail away was right before the encore because so they just had him, the last one. Because like the piano player actually played Yellow Brick Road, made mm-hmm. the audience sing with him. Then he did um, part of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Made the audience sing with him. Then they, he went into "Come Sail Away." They did mm-hmm. that. I think went black, and then the encore was Mr. Roboto and Renegade. Hmm. So, so they ended it with like the main one they're gonna. The end main, with is Come the, Sail the Away. three bi- biggest that people know. Everyone wants to hear "Come Sail Away," but then Mr. Roboto and Renegade. I'm glad you liked it. It was great. I wanted you to let them know how much yes. you liked it as well. But we got a jam packed show, Johnny. Um, you. Actually brought one of our topics in um, today, coming from you. You actually I found tend to it forget that I did. when I send um, topics. But what we're looking at today is a little MCU and then some DC. We're first last week we looked at who could play Batman. Um, we're going to look at this week who should be playing Wolverine in yeah. the MCU as we got some new news um, about the Fox Disney stuff and then really that the MCU duh, Marvel wants to find their next. Wolverine, we're going to be talking about who that should be. Then we got some big Batman news. Like I said, we mentioned who should be playing Batman. Well, Robert Robert Pattinson um, of Twilight fame could be our next Batman. We're going to kind of dive into that, give our thoughts about is that good, is it bad, does he fit it, does he not? And then finally, we're going to wrap it up with some more DC. Another spinoff movie announced, 
as DC is going to do Aquaman the Trench as a spin-off movie, maybe like a horror flick. Um, that would gonna, sound about right. We're going to dive into that and kind of wrap the show up with that one. Before we get started, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash Podcast. That's where you can come in and join the podcast. You can be on a podcast. You're at the $10 tier. But really, it's just how you help and support us, and we can't do what we do each and every week without the help of our patrons. But, Johnny, let's dive in. We'll start with some Marvel. And so the I believe it was the head of Fox mm-hmm. um, did a panel at a local, a recent con. And she had said that kind of laid some stuff out for us, that number one, after the first Deadpool movie, she had kind of stepped away and wasn't a big integral part in the next Deadpool movie, the Days of Future Past, the Apocalypse, the Dark Phoenix. Like, of course, she wrote her John Hancock and was like, yes, do this movie. Yes, I give you permission to do this movie as I turn off my mic. But she wasn't a huge integral part, kind of like what Kevin Feige is for Marvel. And she kind of had thrown some things out, but the big one is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they wanted to patch the torch on. Obviously, Marvel wants to pass the torch on. Hugh Jackman Hugh wants, Jackman to, pass wants to pass the torch on. Usually, I throw you an open-ended curveball, um, and you try to hit it the best you can. I want to throw this at you. Mute in the computer? Yep. No? Got to mute the computer. It's more important. But here's the thing I'm going to throw at you. A quick fastball. On the Fat Man on our Fat Man Beyond show for Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardi, they talked about Wolverine. And here's the quote I'm going to read you. So Bernardi suggested that they're talking about Tom Cruise would look really good as Striker for when they reboot the X-Men over at Marvel. Kevin Smith paused. And he shot back with, no, F that, make him Wolverine. I want to ask you to start off this. Before we even ask who should play Wolverine, I'll throw this one at you. Tom Cruise is Wolverine. What would be your thoughts? No. No. (laughs) Johnny, just (laughs) headphones down. I don't need to elaborate a little bit. Why no? Well, I'm why just, the emphatic no? Why the emphatic no? Um, I'm just gonna say one one uh, word mm-hmm. that will bring you up into no as well. <laughs> the mummy. Yeah. I guess that's two words technically, but yeah, that that's kind of a dark spot on uh, Tom Cruise's recent history. Yeah, and you know what? I don't see he's he's also older than Hugh Jackman, even though he said mm-hmm. he looks forty. He's still older than Hugh Jackman. Why would we go with someone? older mm-hmm. than the previous Wolverine instead of bringing someone else up into Wolverine mm-hmm. that like can play it for a while. Well, and here's the thing with Tom Cruise that I'm going to nip. I just want to nip it in the bud right now is yes. The mummy was terrible. Yeah. But let's be completely honest. The next movie that came out after the mummy mm-hmm. was American made. Yeah. Both you and I really liked it. And Tom Cruise was a show stealer yeah. uh, in our review for that. Well, that's so, because that movie was, he was the main character and not, it was supposed to be the main character. Exactly. He and, was supposed to be the main character. And let's put it this way. Yeah. If he is Wolverine, he's not mummying the situation. Kevin Feige is putting his foot down. No, I tell you how it is. 
you come in here, you do your job. Like, yeah, we kind of like maybe a Robert Downey Jr. Or yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has some sort of like, I don't want to say pull, but input. Where Kevin Feige is the one. His at the input end of the is actually taken. The show. Like they actually go like talk like at least think about his input. Exactly, and the thing that I'm gonna say and nip this in the bud of why I don't think Tom Cruise. Like, if you're excited or if you're not excited for Tom Cruise, don't take it seriously because he's not gonna be Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is just look at what he's got. He's got Top Gun Maverick, which is filming right now. But even in the future, Mission Impossible 7 and Mission Impossible 8, which were both announced, he's going to be in as Ethan Hunt, 2021-2022 releases, those have got to be filming at some time. So he's going to be filming right now for Top Gun Maverick, probably filming in 2020 and maybe 2021 for both of those Mission Impossible movies. Don't expect him... Well. Hey, you know what? I just kind of thought about it. Hmm. I'll ask you this. Does Disney, because let's say the deal gets done this year, like June is where we're at now. Yeah. Um, we'll get to June. It'll be like, oh, it'll be done in April or it'll be done in August. Are we going to get a Disney X-Men movie before 2021 or 2022 or will it be after 2022? I'd say it'd be around 2022 or later mm-hmm. because I would... They still got to figure out what storylines they want to go with. They have mm-hmm. to actually, first off, we got to get the deal. The deal has to be done. Yeah. Then they have to figure out what storylines they got to go with. Mm-hmm. And then they have to write the script. Then they have to um, pick figure the actors and actresses. Who's going to play, who? Gonna play yeah. who? And then and then pro- there's filming. Then there's post-production. Mm-hmm. And then there's po- possibly the reshoots with the pro- post-production. Let's so be it's honest. Probably, with the X-Men, there's going to be in that post-production the CGI and the special effects lots, you have to put in there lot, because of, of the characters that you have. Exactly. And that all depends on who, what like group they go with, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. And not to mention, Marvel's probably going to do some sort of introduction to get them into the universe first. So if they wait and get an actual, like, um, not universe, so they have to actually get the rights to the stuff mm-hmm. to, in- to somewhat introduce them, whether it be a, an after credit scene or mentioning them in the universe without actually having them in there, mm-hmm. whatever Marvel does, because Marvel doesn't just like necessarily just throw a movie at you that I can think about other than starting off the universe. Yeah. And the well, thing, Guardians was one of maybe one of those. And the thing that I look at, too, is so I'm getting this picture from um, YouTube channel Emergency Awesome um, or in his one of his latest videos, he put in a shot of like a schedule that Marvel could do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to read it off for everyone out there. You've got 2020, Black Widow and the Eternals. 2021, BP2, Black Panther 2, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Doctor Strange 2, Deadpool 3, Spider-Man 3. 2022, then, would be Shang-Chi, um, hope I said that right, an Avengers movie, Black Widow 2, Fantastic Four, and then 2023 would be the Ant-Man and the Wasp, Eternals 2, Captain Marvel 2, X-Men, Spider-Man 4, before Black Panther 3, Doctor Strange 3, and Fantastic Four 2 in 2024. So if that is in there, like, hey, we're going to do an X-Men movie 2023, that means, hey, 
We're probably filming that movie end of 2021, beginning of 2022, um, so that they have enough time to kind of edit it and stuff to where maybe Tom Cruise could do it where it's, hey, if we're filming at the end of 2021, maybe I come out of Mission Impossible and go right into an X-Men role, but that's getting way ahead of ourselves because mm-hmm. we don't even know um, anything for sure. It's just an interesting... Go ahead. But also with age and stuff like that, you want to cast people you can have on for a while and people that... like if, Tom Cruise is defying... Like, Tom Cruise, that's true. I will say, and you're not going to get this reference, but I'm going to say it anyways. He like, he's like the LeBron James of acting, where great actor... But also LeBron is like, I'm going to look at how old LeBron is because I don't even know off the top of my head. Um, LeBron's, what, 34? And usually in sports, because I know it's different than acting, like Mm -hmm. you're actually using your body. By like 30s and 40s, it's like, oh, your body is deteriorating. It's not being able to do the same thing you could as you were older. In acting, usually it's like, oh, you're in your 50s, your 60s. Oh, you're getting some gray hairs. Oh, your skin's getting a little wrinkly. Oh, you're not looking as young as you do. But Tom Cruise, like I told you, he looks like he's early 40s. Yeah. I was shocked when I Wikipedia'd it that he is 56 and Hugh Jackman is 50. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way, though. But who would you want as Marvel? Who would you want to hire? Someone who's a little bit younger? I, I agree with you. I would hire someone and younger that like, could stay in the role so I could have another Hugh Jackman. Exactly. So I can pull him out for another 10, 20, almost 20 years mm-hmm. and use him for as long, like that long. Because, I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise looks young right now, but if they, I don't know. Can you th- do you think he's going to be able to do another 20 years of like Wolverine if they wanted to pull that out? <sighs> See, and that's the or, thing of so with Marvel, I'm not thinking 20 years. Also, I'm all, give me 10. Yeah, 10 years. Well, here's the other thing I'm thinking. To add to that is mm-hmm. you you want to pay for Tom Cruise. True, but I mean, think about this though. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna throw out this kind of caveat there. That to me is not a problem because virtually, and I'm gonna use another sports analogy here. Usually on sports teams, like oh, we can pay for this big guy because we got this big guy leaving. Marvel might be able to pay for a guy like Tom Cruise. Because they've got Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans possibly leaving. leaving, And it's like, hey, we'll just take that pay budget and move it over. But the thing you also have to think about, too, is I'm going to throw this. Since you brought that up, I'll throw Mm -hmm. this out. Do you want to do that? Because you might have a guy like a – you might have an actress like Brie Larson. Well, let's say Captain Marvel catapults her. You might have Tom Holland, who becomes uber famous like he is, and you might have to pay one of those actors and actresses that you were, hey, we didn't have to pay you as much on that first deal, but now we got to really shell out the bucks for you because of what you've become. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And that's like, that's quite a few of the Marvel guys Mm because they're, I mean, like Benedict Cumberbatch. Exactly. That's one of them. I was thinking, trying to think of is Benedict Cumberbatch. They probably had to already pay a decent amount for him in the first place. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Strange, and now they're going to do Doctor, and then um, Civil. No, not Civil War. Infinity War. Yep. And then what about Chadwick Boseman? Chad, Black Panther. True. Chadwick Boseman. I mean, it's just there's a lot of names, and as they keep going through movies, mm-hmm. they're going to have to start paying them a little bit more with each contract. Then let me ask you this, and I know you and you and I have kind of. 
looked a little bit through different articles, what people are saying about who should be um, Wolverine. Do you have somebody on your mind that you're like, hey, this should probably be somebody that Kevin Feige and Marvel kind of target? You know, I think about I'm looking through some of the articles we're looking at and there's one I do want to weed out now mm-hmm. just because I can not see Marvel doing it because technically he's already in a Marvel movie or okay. will be is Jake Gyllenhaal is in oh, one of the list. I thought you were going to say someone different. I'm like, no, I I'm think liking I'm, that you said Jake. We, I'm, I'm weeding him out mm-hmm. because Marvel does. Yeah, they double dip and like actors like and you can make the argument. Well, Chris Evans, Chris Evans was Fox affiliate. Now he did. Captain America, and there's some that do like they yeah, do, but people pretty much forgot they like, did exactly the the general the, public I'm, forgot. I'm about saying him that's being... why you can't really count that. And yeah. there's some that do like multiple voices of mm-hmm. computer animated yeah. characters, or like um, I know what's his name. I can't remember the act. Can't remember the actor's name. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of the CGI suit stuff. You're talking about uh, he played Smeagol. In... He played. Well, him too. Andy Serkis does that. Yeah, yeah I almost that's forgot. something. Andy but there's Serkis. also um, one of the oh, the brother, the, James Gunn's brother. Oh, um, Sean Gunn? Sean Gunn yeah. does some of the, the CGI suit stuff. I think stuff. it's Sean Gunn. I'll look Because I think up. he does um, the CGI suit for Rocket, for example. I think At least in the first Guardians he did. Because I, I remember seeing right. him in the gray suit. Yeah, it is Sean Batista, Gunn. With uh, Batista um, petting him. Yes. So in... In Guardians, so in Guardians, he was obviously his character of uh, Kraglin. Yeah. But he was also on set Rocket. Yeah. He in did. Infinity War, he's on set Rocket. Exactly. He does yeah. the, the, the the motion capture suit. Because you need somebody to like be there that you can put around it, but then you have Bradley Cooper's voice just yeah, being he's the he's Rocket, Rocket for via via voice. But I just want to say like mm-hmm. that that's different because those like they're not actually that character. They mm-hmm. play one character. Is where Jake Gyllenhaal he's already in the MCU and we don't know what's gonna happen with Mysterio just mm-hmm. yet. Probably gonna be just the same as everyone else. He's gonna be put aside and saved for a Sinister Six movie compl- from what I'm thinking they're leading to. I'll be completely honest. Like I would I would take him out of the running for it only That's because what I'm doing. he's a Spider-Man guy. Yeah. Like, why would you cast someone to be a Spider-Man villain knowing what, like, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like that caveat that the, this is what that gallery of rogues That's what I'm has. saying. I'm taking him out of the running. Yeah. So. I thought you were going to say somebody different. So I'm going to throw his name out okay. there. I thought you were going to go, because... The thing that got me scared, Johnny, scared. was when you said he's already a Marvel character. Okay. And I was like, please don't take my guy. Please don't take, and I'm going to screw up his last name, don't take John Berthal, or Bernthal, the Punisher. Don't take no, him. No, him I actually could see it because I've watched the Punisher, at least the first series. Because let's be honest. He's got the intensity. Gonna, they're probably going to cancel it soon. Probably. I mean, all Which these, I have to watch second season these, before it's gone. All these Netflix. Well, no, it's still going to be on there. But for how long? No, that's the thing. Netflix really? is set. Daredevil, you can still get everything. Okay, good. They will, the Netflix, because they are Netflix series, they, can't they take will them off. be there. Yeah. Okay. So it's like Marvel can't. So I don't have to rush and watch all these. No, good. They I didn't. Won't be there. I didn't pay attention to that part. I just like, oh shit, they're Disney just, canceled it. There just won't be any more. Ones. Um, but there hasn't been. If you're wondering, whoa, when did that get canceled? It didn't get canceled. Um, Punisher still we're just uh, we're still assuming, going right now. Like there was the joke when season two dropped. All right, when's the cancellation coming? 
All right, when's it coming? It's gonna any second now. We're gonna get as a cancellation. As, I mean, as soon as they release season two, they cancel it, right? Yeah, that's usually <laughs> they did already though. What but it, it is season two is out. I gotta watch that still. But no, I've seen the intensity mm-hmm. in the first one, and if they're not gonna recast him as like, I would recommend first if you're gonna do a Punisher movie, recast him as Punisher. Yes, but he can pull out the intensity of Wolverine. I'm pretty sure because you may like, and the one thing you made a good point on, yeah, is longevity. And the thing that I think that Tom, a guy Actually, like Tom yeah. Cruise doesn't, he's 42. Is um, he? Yeah, I pulled it up. Yeah, 42. Berthold. He's going to be turning, by the end of this year, he'll be 43, which is interesting because here's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out there. Okay. This hurts a guy like Tom Cruise, helps a guy like Bernthal, where basically, think about this, Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr., this year, we're about two months away from him being 54. Jeez. That means by the time he was Iron Man in that first movie, he was about 43, 44. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's they can get us 10 at. years out of him if you they want. You can get 10 years. Uh, now, here's the thing, though, that you might have to think about with Wolverine, and I'll ask you this question. Yeah. Is Iron Man is a different character. True. Think about it. Like early, early Tony Stark compared to late Tony Stark. They've been kind of, let's be honest, like, I'm going to say cutting corners a little bit, where it's basically back then, hey, Robert Robert's able to do a little bit more, not saying that, like, he's getting old or anything, but as you're the character, like, we've already seen characters like, um, I can't think of his name, the guy who plays Ash in The Evil Dead. Oh. Um, he's come out and said negatively about how I'll never be in a superhero movie because you put that dang suit on for... 10 years and basically bashing the actually having to be that for 10 years and being locked down. Like how with Iron Man, it's like how they moved from basically the practicalness to, hey, how much CGI can we make that suit? Bruce Campbell, by the way. Bruce Campbell, that's who it was. Um, And Iron Man's different. You can do that. You can say, hey, we're going to make it easier on you so that you don't have a suit but let's be honest, with a guy like Wolverine or a character like Wolverine, you're still going to be able or you're still going to have to be able to A, have the physicality mm-hmm. of Wolverine and still be able. Yeah, stuntmen are a thing. So like you could throw that out there, but you're still going to be af- be able to go through the physicality part of being Wolverine, either if it's how it looks or uh, what stuff you have to do in the movie. See, I thought you were going to go a little different route. And mm-hmm. I, in the same agreement of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. compared to Wolverine, Robert Downey Jr., you can have him like age like he did from Iron Man 1 to Avengers Infinity mm-hmm. War because he is getting older. He's human. Whereas yeah. Wolverine, you Doesn't may want to get someone in his 20s because mm-hmm. you can make him look a little older. You can make him look like he's in his 30s. And then when he's in his 30s, he'll still look like he's in his 30s. Wolverine is supposed to age at like probably a tenth of a normal person does. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need someone that, like like you said, the longevity. Yeah. Someone that can play the long game and be there for a while. So one, um, I want to see what he looks like again. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I can, because I just, uh, 
Uh, one that I like that you pulled you threw out um, before the show was Liam Hemsworth. Okay. okay. Just bring another Hemsworth brother in there. <laughs> I did, I'll be honest. I threw that out as a complete joke of like, hey, you know what? We are we got one Hemsworth leaving. Let's have another Helmsworth come See, in. See, he's not even necessarily leaving. He's, the only thing he will do is Marvel movies yeah, after exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. But it's like he's going to be a part-timer, basically. Yeah. That's how I'm going to see it. Um, and he's our age, so. He is. So, I mean, he's a younger guy. And plus, it's like, I'm trying to see what movies has he been in recently because I thought I saw him in one um, recently. Oh, it was The Hunger Games. Yeah, honestly, That's he's actually like, from. he's basically your age. No, he is. January January of 1990. Yeah, ba- wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. He's 40. Liam Hemsworth is only four days older than me. Yeah. Damn. So he. <laughs> wow. I did not realize. He's married to Miley Cyrus? Yeah. I didn't realize that either. I think that's a topic for another time, though. Is. <laughs> is now, I got, now I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chris. I thought Chris Hemsworth. Was a little bit older than us. Yeah, he's I think about he's the 35. oldest. Is Liam the youngest? Uh, I don't know. Yes, he is. Because um, is Luke, Luke younger? Is 37. So it's Luke is 37, um, then Chris is 35, and then you got the baby Liam, um, who's our age. We're okay. been in the same class as both of us, um, but he's almost the exact... Man, me and Liam Hensworth were almost uh, birthday twins. Right? Almost. almost. Just a little bit short. Um, but yeah. Like, one of the guys that I was thinking of, kind of on the same vein as the young side of it, yet again, holy crap, he's got the same birthday as Dave that I didn't realize. Um, but well, he's we're also, just going through all of MVP right now. Not only does he have the same birthday as Dave, he's also 29. Oh um, so he's the exact, like, the exact same age as Dave to the day. Um, but Targon Edgerton, um, who was in Kingsman. Okay. He's a guy that... Now, I'll be honest, the thing that sets us apart is I know you and I are focusing a lot on age and you want to get a younger person. Mm -hmm. But the thing I want to throw out there now that we got to take into it, and this might be the only thing to take away from, I'm just going to call him Eggsy um, because that's what I remember. The only thing that will take away from Eggsy is the baby face. Yeah, the The I did bring that up before. are you going like? Is he going to be able to bulk up? For I mean, the role he was in a fairly decent shape for Kingsman. Yeah, but being a secret agent like in a suit is way different than hey, I'm gonna go on a full protein diet and basically be swole to be Wolverine. Yeah, like just the the special diet that Hugh Jackman would have to go on, like protein just to meals be two hours a Wolverine day, Wolverine for his movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of like, and that's the thing. Do you need that sort of commitment to be Wolverine, or is it just that's what we're used to? I think that's what we're used. To. Part of it's that what we're, that's what we're used to. I mean, Hugh Jackman got himself bulked up, and he can take whatever route, not ever whatever route he wants, because like, obviously Marvel's going to tell him what they expect out of him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if he played the did it the way he did, maybe get a little bit more. Bulk, mm-hmm. a little bit more bulk from what he did, how he was in Kingsman, mm-hmm. he might be able to just pull it off that way. Because, I mean, he can be his own iteration. Because technically, comic books, Wolverine, let's say you you have height as an issue. Wolverine's, how old he is He was kind of, in the cartoon, he wasn't really tall. No, in the, I think in the comics, he's like no higher, taller than 5'5". Five five, okay. Or 5'6". 
So you can go with like a, I want to say stockier version. Yeah, you can go with the, of the stockier version. He doesn't have to be like six foot, like I think Hugh Jackman looked mm. at least. I don't remember if he is, but um, yeah, I, you can go, you can change up the iteration a little mm. bit. Obviously, even if you like just kept the Wolverine costume on him most of the time, mm. a lot of that could be hidden from like, don't need to see a chiseled six pack. Because what did, uh, Hugh Jackman wore most of the time Dago tee. True. Like most of the Wolverine, yeah, he wore it, he like wore... Dago tees and tight fitting t shirts. There's another name I want to throw out there. Okay. And this is kind of like earlier you said with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm putting this character in no. your Jake Gyllenhaal putting, category. Putting a cap on that. Because I've seen this, like in all the articles that I've seen, yeah. this actor's name pops up Tom Hardy. Get him out of your mind. He's not going to be Wolverine. He is Venom. He's Eddie Brock. Yeah, I don't think Sony's not did, letting him go. Sony's going to put a little, uh, be a little, um, especially after how good Venom did in the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already talking about a Venom two. If there's going to be a Spider Verse like they're doing, and they bring Tom Holland back over, I expect there to be a Venom Spider Man movie at some point with Tom Holland and. Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, or if it's just, hey, Tom Holland's going to be in the MCU, Tom Hardy's going to be locking things down on the Sony end of it. I don't expect him to make a move from being Venom to a Wolverine. Is there anybody else that you think we haven't mentioned that needs a mention? Um, I got ones that are like, I'm not like... Jumping sh- like jumping ship like onto it like Kit Harrington mm. would be one that I would yes. like, might like to see. Um, Scott Eastwood isn't. I was looking mm-hmm. just looking his up, and I would I would like to see him because he was in uh, Pacific Rim, uh, the second one, uh, Uprising, and Suicide Squad, and he played Lieutenant GQ Edwards, which I remember mm-hmm. both those roles fairly mil yeah fa- fairly militaristic, but mm-hmm. not like. So, like, he has, like, some of that sort of background. He has action movie background, mm-hmm. which might help into the... And I guess he was also in Fast and Furious, but I really don't know anything mm-hmm. about that. So, um, I feel like those could, like, help him bring some of that into it, whereas I don't know the rest, a lot of the rest of his acting, so couldn't say 100%, but I would think he might be a runner-up. Like I said, um, what else did I just say a minute ago? Uh, Kit Harrington, you've mm-hmm. seen him in Game of Thrones. We just need to the, get that British drawl out. Pull that out. I mean, maybe he I did think draw. A, it's not really a draw. draw. You need to get like that British yeah. accent out and the get him like uh, just a American Canadian accent somewhere English. Or do we go with the canceled uh, X Men one and have him have that like Cockney oh yeah, ac- yeah the that Cockney, Cockney accent. Cockney accent. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. Um. Other than that, I'm not seeing a lot of people that are, like in these lists that I would agree with because like I got two. No, yeah, two. Two for no's. Okay. Zach Afron. No. I've seen his name throw out there. Yeah, I've seen his name too. Number about that. two, Shia LaBeouf. I don't want to see no LaBeouf. No. Um, I know he did that internet meme, the do it, and he was flexing a bit. Um, but I don't see him as Wolverine. An interesting one, and this is yet again. I'm gonna throw one more out there that Go I could ahead. see. Um, I don't know a lot of his acting, but uh, we saw him. Oh, what was that movie? Um, I can't remember the other movie he mm-hmm. played, but he played Remy LeBeau in 
the you're talking about Taylor Kish. I am talking about Taylor Kish, and now it's going to bother me until I figure out what movie that Fri- is. He was in Friday Night Lights. No, he's we were he was in a movie we saw. Was he? Uh, not too long ago, we did a review on it. I'm looking at it right now. He's in Friday Night Lights. We didn't see John Carter. Um, I thought oh, American he was. Assassin. Yes. He was Ghost. I, by the way, I did see John Carter, and I liked that movie, no, too. No, I'm saying we didn't we did, see no. John Carter. But, yeah, no, he was in the one you just said, American, American Assassin. Assassin. And, I I mean, that again, you can you take those elements. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he can do the role. I'm saying taking those elements out may help him with playing that role. He did play the villain in that. I kind of feel like, hey, let's just save him for the Gambit movie. I agree with you on that. <laughs> let's just but I'm save saying, him for Like Ray. I said, these aren't ones I'm like jumping into the ship of, yeah, yeah, let's do these guys. I'm like, let's, um, these are ones that like put mm-hmm. on the table said like, here's like, here's some ideas. Mm-hmm. But like the ones I named earlier, are, like more so like, hey, why not? Let's get these guys in there. Last one I want to ask you about. Okay. Yes, he is old. He mm. is 54. Okay. This was another one that I believe came from the um, Kevin Smith podcast. Keanu Reeves. Could he be a Wolverine based off of what we've seen with him being the John Wick? And basically, John Wick, John Wick with claws instead of guns. Sure, mm-hmm. why not? Like, <laughs> but would you see him going from fifty-four to sixty? Well, let's I be know honest, that's the issue. Let's be right honest there. and take this into effect. We're looking at age right now. Yeah, when they film two, they start like film, add it's two be years to the age, basically at least two years. Yeah. Two years and then ten years from that. So, like with a Liam's Hensworth. 31 is the age you're really going off of. Not still not too bad. Not bad at all. But like you got with Keanu Reeves, you would be going from 56 to 66. I mean, he like right now, yes. If like they were filming right now and the movie were coming out next year, then do it. Do it. It's going to be kind of an issue like cuz we don't even have like I say we mm-hmm. uh Marvel doesn't have the right Disney doesn't have the rights to Fox's stuff yet even until June you probably got a good two years until anything starts filming Mm -hmm. year and a half to two years so you're not gonna have I as much as I'd like to see him because basically like I said John Wick with claws instead of guns Mm -hmm. would be interesting again too and it's it they said or Disney said they will make Deadpool rated R Mm -hmm. they didn't say everyone though so it's 50 50 if they they might go ahead and say you know what Logan did beautifully in the box office i would say or at least it was a fantastic movie i don't remember their box office rating mm-hmm. but um yeah the last thing here is according to disney's most recent um security and exchange commission filings yeah the merger is expected to reach completion before june 2019 well yeah and then the reason not too long ago you you found one that said it's supposed to be done in march so yeah well <laughs> it pushed back again it was um February, yeah, like in February, January, eh, that was this year. No, that can't be right. Um, December, that's what it was. October, December, it was like, hey, it's going to be done in March. And it's like, oh, you know what? Now it'll be done in June. We're hoping that that can, I mean, I'm hoping that it can finish up because I want to see the X-Men and the MCU um, as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, And I was going to say, and I was saying, I did when they said, I said Logan did beautifully in the box office, I mm-hmm. think they did pretty good. For 97 yeah. million, and they made 220, over 226 million. Yeah, and plus it was a great movie. Yeah, it, it was. was. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. And they got my money. But this is where you guys Twice. come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Anyone we didn't mention that you think should be Wolverine in the MCU, otherwise... What do you think of the guys we did mention? Who should be Wolverine? Who shouldn't be Wolverine? What should Kevin Feige 
and Marvel do. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And for the rest of the podcast, we're going to be in DC land yet again. I feel like we've been in DC land a lot recently. A lot, like over yeah, the past we have few recently. Weeks. Um, I think it's actually Wolverine was a little gonna... refresher from DC land. Yeah, Johnny's like, please, please, can I have the uh, can I have the uh, Marvel Marvelness uh, a little back bit Marvel in my back life? In there? I'm actually gonna pull it up. I'm gonna see um, how many weeks it has been because I know last week for sure was the hey, let's go ahead and do the full DC cast. But I feel like we've been in DC mode for a while as my computer is loading. Probably something I should have thought of beforehand, but sometimes these mm-hmm. thoughts come to your head. So last week was the full DC podcast. We actually did not do one the week before. It was two weeks. No. No, it was three weeks before that. So we had a little bit of a break um, before doing the DC cast last week. But we're back in DC land and this one was a topic coming from you. You actually sent it to me. I did I not did. see it. Um, I'm looking at the article from CBR.com. It basically says that rumors about who will replace Ben Affleck and Matt Reeves, the Batman, have been swirling since his departure from the role, which was confirmed two weeks ago. Several actors have been thrown out, yada, yada, yada. Let me get to the point. And the one that was thrown out, This is not something of like, hey, Warner Brothers is seriously thinking about. This was fan artist Boss Logic, who we've talked about before, shared Photoshopped artwork of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne on Twitter. However, it was the popular fan artist's caption that started fueling rumors. And it said, a choice that I never would have thought to try, but been hearing some background chatter about Robert Pattinson being looked at. If the talks source are true, then all of our predictions were wrong. This might be your new Bruce Wayne. So, Johnny, I'm going to ask you, because I know you have strong opinions about this. What would you think if Robert Pattinson was our next Bruce Wayne and our next Batman? Uh. I don't know because I I don't see movies and I honestly haven't seen him in many movies. I saw parts of Twilight because, you know, you watch it with your ex or your girlfriend because they really want to. make you do it. Yeah, exactly. And you love them, so you do it. Exactly. And what I saw of it, I don't see it. But then again, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of his movies I'm looking Mm -hmm. at right now. So I can't say I haven't seen his acting chops and playing something like that. So... Basically looking at what he has been in. And so basically since Twilight Breaking Dawn in 2012, um, most of the movies, and I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Same. There's a reason why I haven't seen them. Because he's been in movies that don't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. Now here's the thing. I will say this. You're telling me you're not going to go see The Lighthouse? Off of the look, and of course, all we've got is, is basically the, look. the boss logic um, tweet that he put out there. Of course, boss logic is going to make him look like Bruce Wayne. Yes. So, of course, the image I look like, it's like, yeah, I could see that being a young Bruce Wayne. I just don't know if he fits the characteristics. 
mm-hmm. of what I want Bruce Wayne to be. And the only reason I say that is because if he's going to be, and I know it's not going to be, oh, who you are in this movie is different. We've seen actors kind of be very different. Like, just look at Heath Ledger and say, like, oh, because Heath Ledger was the goofy romantic interest in A Knight's Tale, he can't be the Joker because there's no way he can do that. Well, he proved us wrong. True. Um, so I'm not saying he can't, but I just, I don't have confidence Yeah. In him being Bruce Wayne. Because the the interesting thing about Batman is this. You have to be, you don't just have to be in the suit. You have to look like Bruce out the suit. It's kind of like Tony Stark in a way. Yeah. But with Tony Stark, let's be completely honest. It's just Tony Stark. Because Iron Man is completely covered with a suit. Whereas Batman you still have, like, an exposed jaw, and it's a different animal of there's Bruce and then there's Batman, and they're completely different personalities, whereas Iron Man, they're pretty much the same. Cap, they're pretty much the same. Superman, same thing. You've got Superman, but then you've got Clark Kent, which are very different. Um, Wolverine, in the suit, out the suit, Fox totally did away with that because they never had him have that yellow suit. Closest the closest thing they gave to him was, was in uh, Days of Futures Past was the closest one. Yeah. The, the brown and yellow-ish. Yeah. Well, I would even say, didn't they have one in like X2 or X3? Yeah, that was just black a black suit? leather suit. Exactly. But it was still like not even a real suit. It no. was still Wolverine of what he was in the movie where this one is, you got to be Bruce and you got to be Batman. I just don't know if I see him. First off, my worry is, am I going to get the acting chops of what I think Bruce should be, even if he looks the part? But then on top of that, is he even going to fit in as Batman? Like, is he going to be a guy that we look at and go, yes, he is our Batman? I say no, and that's why I would be worried if they casted Robert Pattinson as Batman. I would, too, because like you said, I don't have the confidence for him to do it only because... I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I haven't yeah. seen even like the last thing I saw him in again was, uh, wow, I forgot the name of it. Like Twilight because yeah. uh, you Breaking watched, Dawn Part Two. Uh, not even that one. I saw the earlier Twilights, yeah. and then we just kind of faltered out on watching those. Thank, mm-hmm. uh, thankfully, yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't seen anything with him in it since, and I don't know his acting chops well enough to say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I have confidence in him doing it because, like you said, stated. When you do someone like Batman, you're kind of playing a dual role of you're playing the Batman and the detective, but then you have to play Bruce Wayne, the billionaire mm-hmm. playboy. And yeah, you can like mesh them together a little bit. Whereas like you said, um, Iron Man, uh, Captain America and all of them, they kind of play one character with like a flowing dynamic of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Whereas Batman, you kind of are going to play sort of dual role because one of them is the serious detective and one of them is yeah i'm you have to basically be a dude dressed as a dude disguised another dude you're being bruce wayne you're being batman dressed up as bruce wayne pretending to be a billionaire playboy Mm -hmm. so like you have to you have to make it seem like you're almost pretending to be that so okay i'm looking at acting (laughs) so i just typed into google this is live on the podcast by the way yeah um, let's see. 
I've got two things. First off, while I look into this one, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about this because I just saw this from about 19 hours ago. That would be insane. Guess who else um, wants to be the penguin in the Batman? Who? Jack Black. Interesting. That would be freaking awesome. But I love Jack Black. That's why yeah. I think that. Do you think Jack Black could work as the penguin? And this I'm is very random off of the Robert Pattinson, but this is... I'm trying to... I, I'm trying to think if that fits Penguin, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see him being a Batman villain, but would it be Penguin because think he's Think of Jumanji very, Jack Black. Yeah. that was the last thing But I still think. very, or, like, goofy... Or was the Clocks Have Walls out after that? I think, I think the, the Clocks, clocks have, have Walls came the, out after. The house with the clocks in the walls or something like yeah, that? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Because the, the thing that I'm seeing also, and this is from wegotthiscovered.com, hmm. they have a they have a article that's titled Rumored Shortlist for Warner Brothers New Batman Revealed. Um, and here's the article. I'm just going to read the first part of it. Um, after three outings as the world's greatest detective, um, Ben Affleck has officially retired the cape and cowl. Presumably for good, too, unless, of course, director Matt Reeves has some sort of secret cameo planned for him in the Batman. We've already known, though, that he still has, I think, two movies on his contract, and we're not going to be completely done seeing him. But article goes on and says, nevertheless, Big Ben's choice to leave behind the iconic DC hero has naturally sent the Internet into a frenzy, which everyone suggesting candidates that should think would be ideal for Batflex replacement. And though Warner Brothers has yet to give us any indication of who they have their eye on, Revenge of the Fans believes that they know who the studio's looking at. On the latest episode of their podcast, they name the following actors as those who've been mentioned in regards to the role. Here are the names. Ansel Algort, Dylan O'Brien, Logan Learman, Noah Centino, Jack O'Connell, who we had mentioned last week, Kit Harrington, Nicholas Holt, another guy we mentioned last week, mm-hmm. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Richard Madden, who uh, was Robert Stark in Game of Thrones, Robert Pattinson, and Army Hammer. Indeed, we've heard a lot of these names already, but a few of them are eye-popping for the first time, and overall, it's an interesting list. If that's the list, I mean, just hearing it right now, there's a lot of them where I'm like, I don't really know, but there are some that pop off. I mean, yeah. we I don't want to totally like go back to what we talked about last week, but just from that list... I like Richard Madden, or Richard Madden, better than Robert Pattinson. Nicholas Holt, I said last week he's my number one choice mm-hmm. out of the ones we mentioned. Kit Harrington, I like him over Robert Pattinson. Like if this is if this is the shortlist for who they're looking at, I don't think Robert Pattinson is at the front of that list. Mm-mm. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree with you because like uh, there's. Just like our last week one, there was a lot of them we talked about mm-hmm. that we like. Okay, I can see this guy, I can see this guy, and honestly, Robert Pattinson wasn't even on that list that we looked at before. Okay, the other list. So, just to throw it out there, because I know much like you, there are 
many people that'll be in the comment section like, hey, I know who that is, and immediately throw out their thought. But, oh, okay, I do know some of these names. I just didn't um, recognize them. So I'm going to go through these names for you, Johnny. Mm -hmm. We'll go. Can we'll do this. We'll go candidate by candidate. I will tell you who they are, tell you what they've been in, kind of let you know who they are. Appreciate that part because I won't. Uh, and you let me know, know what you think. The first one is Ansel Elgort, which by the name, I was like, who the hell is this? But then by typing his name into Google, thank God Google is a thing. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to know who he is? Who? Baby from Baby Driver. Didn't see it. Basically, he's he was also in Divergent, um, but I will go ahead and take this one. Basically, no. Um, I don't want to see him as Batman because Baby from Baby Driver um, didn't really talk much and plus doesn't have the same kind of look to me as Bruce Wayne. So I would say no on Al Gort. Um, Dylan O'Brien was in Teen Wolf, and he was also, although you and I haven't seen these movies unless you did um, without me, um, oh, he was an American assassin. He was Mitch, an American assassin. Mm. Um, but he was also, more famously, he was Thomas in the Ma in the Maze Runner movies. Okay. So he's, I believe, the lead in the Maze Runner movies, and he was also Mitch hmm. in American Assassin. I still don't see him. It's one of those where he just doesn't, like, he's a year younger than us. Okay. So, I mean... Not that that's like a total like X no, but like eh. Then you got Logan Learman who he was in Perks of a Wallflower. He's known for being Percy Jackson in the um, Percy Jackson movies. Um, and the last one, he was also in Fury um, as well. He's one that I could maybe see. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go off and go each on all of these. Um, but yet again, the thing is, he was 1992. So yet again, we're getting younger yeah. than what we just saw. And then also we've got Noah Centino, who you and I are going to have no idea of who he is. And the reason why is here is his leading things on IMDb. You ready for this? Okay. To all the boys um, I've loved before, never seen it. The Fosters on ABC Family or Freeform mm. nope. as of now. Um, Sierra Burgess is a loser, um, and then Abraham and Sarah, the musical. So he is, he would be the choice of completely green. Like the top, I'm going to say he would be the Tom Holland choice for Batman of basically, wait, who the hell is this? Yeah, right. Who, who is this? And then maybe blows us away who are you? Um, with everything. Jack O'Connell, we talked about last week. Kit Harrington, we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. um, Nicholas Holt, we talked about last week. So with that, I'll kind of defer to kind of what we had mentioned um, last week. Um, Aaron Thomas Johnson is kick-ass. So, I mean, maybe? I mean, he's... Leo oh, from kick-ass? Yeah, he was kick-ass in kick-ass. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and yet again, think about that. Kick-Ass was about nine years ago. Kick-Ass 2 was... So if that's your last frame of thought, um, that was about 13. Oh, he was also... Um, 
Pietro in MCU. Was he really? Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Wow. Um, So basically, I'll ask you this then. Quicksilver as Batman, because you can kind of reference that because you're a Marvel guy. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't think so. I don't see it either. And of course, it's like, yes, he would look a little different, but like, I don't know. I don't see that as my Bruce Wayne. Problem Rich. is, I'm not familiar with his acting chops because that was mm-hmm. one movie. Yeah, and then Kick-Ass is small vastly parts. different than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And then the last three is Richard Madden, as we know, like I said, Robert Stark um, mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones. Um, Robert Pattinson, who we've been talking about already. And then Army Hammer, who you may know from um, some movies, The Social Network he was in. Um, he was also in Cars 3, of course, that one, a voice one, so that doesn't really help you no. at all. And he was also himself in Entourage. He's one that would be interesting because he is the oldest one, I think, that okay. I've mentioned so far. I would say my shortlist, yet again, this is a three-person shortlist, would be Nicholas Holt at one, yeah, Kit Harrington at two. And then either Richard Madden or Jack O'Connell at three. Okay. Because, like, Nicholas Holt, we talked about him last week. We did. I think he'd be perfect. Perfect for both. Kit Harrington. you've got confidence in his chops, and he could look the role. I think I like Richard Madden a little bit better than Jack O'Connell. But I'm not ready to just drop Jack O'Connell say- out. Everyone else, I'm going to take you, thank you for coming, and I'm just going to put you in the trash bin. Yeah. Because I just don't see you being my Batman. Yeah, and I mean, if you want more of a list than where mm-hmm. Ricky's shortlist right there, which I agree with, um, then go to our other last week's segment yeah. about who should play Batman. I'll probably at this point throw it above you um, so that it pops up. I appreciate that. Any <laughs> final thoughts on this before we move on into Aquaman the Trash? No, because I, I feel we like can, we're starting to get we're starting to get into what last week's topic yeah, was already because we basically about. we're basically saying we don't have a lot of confidence in Robert Pattinson. Rod Pattinson no. just because I just when, it, it it makes me worried when I hear like, oh man, my sources, but let's hope that source is wrong. I'm hoping so too. Mm-hmm. So this is where you guys come in. First off, let us know what you think about Robert Pattinson as Batman. You like it, you love it, you want some more of it, you don't want some more of it. Let us know what you think down below. But also, if you didn't watch last week's, go ahead and watch that, but also let us know who would be your front runner. Give us your short list of three guys who should be the next Bruce Wayne, the next Batman. Let us know in that comment section. And Johnny, let's close out the podcast. Looking some more at some DC news in this one. Did not expect to get, um, but we got earlier this week. According to a new report from the Hashtag Report, Warner Brothers and DC have hired Noah Gardner and Aiden Fitzgerald to write a horror-tinged script for The Trench, a spinoff movie that would focus on one of the other underwater kingdoms the trench are featured multiple times in aquaman and the spin-off movie will have more of a horror vibe than the solo film juan and peter safran will produce the film um juan being the um director of the first aquaman movie mm-hmm. um 
which is also said to be aiming for a modest budget. As of right now, there are no plans on any main Aquaman characters to appear. Johnny, I want to just ask you this very easy kind of question. Um, what should we expect from this horror, the trench horror tinge spinoff? Well, so my knowledge of it is basically from the Aquaman movie. So you'll have Which is more in very much from the comics. Yeah. Well, you'll have more in depth soon enough, but I'll yeah. get through mine first because mm-hmm. it's probably going to be brief. Um, I think it would be awesome, especially make it a horror themed one. Uh, mm-hmm. The question would be, I my thought would be to at least throw in somehow like the evolution of how they f- became what they are now. Because mm-hmm. obviously I wouldn't have thought they were. Because when they did like the Seven Kings or like Meeting of the Kings area, they all looked like actual, what do you call it? Um, people. People. Just the, like how everyone from Atlanta looked. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Or, from Atlanta. Atlantis. <laughs> they come from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look like people from Atlanta, or so, do they look like that in Atlanta? No, they look like people from Atlantis, but now, like, you have these other, like, you have mm-hmm. the, the, oh God, the prawns. Yes. That look like they would cross, cross with crustaceans. You have uh, the fishermen, as they call them, mm-hmm. which had the actual mermaid tail. So it's intriguing, like, how these groups actually evolved to the way they are. And you're right. And here's the history from the comics. For those of you who don't know about the trench, I'll read it here. Um, when Atlan destroyed Atlantis, it plunged the seven kingdoms of Atlantis into the sea. The survivors initially believed four of the kingdoms were destroyed, and the other three survived and adapted to their new conditions with 90% of the Atlantean or the Atlanteans um, dying from the event. The Trench were one of the three surviving kingdoms, along with, um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce them, two others. Basically, Atlantia, Atlantis and Zabelia, one of them, um, probably said that wrong. The Trench adapted to living in a trench near the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and developed an alternate language. They have a king and queen who differ physically in form from the worker class of Trench. The Trench follow the wielder of the Death King's Scepter. The Trench are drawn to the leader of Atlantis, and Aquaman believes the Scepter doesn't hold mystical control over the Trench, but instead... The trench believe the wielder is this scepter is their true leader. Wow, there was some weird English there. Um, so basically, they are real people. Like mm-hmm. they are a kingdom of Atlantis who got plunged. They now live in the trench, and it's basically like, hey, we were just like Atlanteans, but now we, we had to adapt to these conditions. Evolved into our conditions, and now we are just kind of like these guild monsters with like scary teeth and kind of like buggy eyes and I can't wait for this. Yeah. I saw this because you know as well as I do. I was geeking out about this in our Aquaman review. When we Um, we watched the movie we were geeking out about it. But then even in our review I geeked out about it where there's a scene it's even in the trailer where you see all of them kind of jumping over the boat or trying to jump on the boat and I'm like, that's straight from the comic. Mm-hmm. I love that because that was straight panel for panel 
from what you saw in the Trench comic written by um, Jeff Johns, if Jeff Johns we mm. trust. Um, but this will be interesting. I would like what you said, kind of how did it become, like, show me, maybe, and this is the horror thing of it, mm-hmm. show me how they become what they are. Yeah. Where the end of the movie is them becoming the Trench. Yeah, like, show them, like, a slow go through of like how like Atlantis start with like Atlantis mm-hmm. falling mm-hmm. into the water and like you can cut back to like Atlantis every so often just like Atlant what was it um uh, what was the king's name back then Atlan Atlan was that have, Atlan yeah it was Atlan have At- Atlan and like his advisors doing like a uh, reconnaissance of like not going over there but like mm-hmm. not, it's not even reconnaissance then it's like a tally of like who all survived and like whoa this group is dead this group's dead this group's dead mm-hmm. and just start like do that because then you can even like maybe talk a little like and make it focus on the the trench but like maybe even talk about a little bit how eventually the prawns became how they mm-hmm. are and how everyone from uh the oh god i forgot what it was called but the one that was out in the desert yes i don't remember their name, i don't remember I they called it either about. and tell us if you remember mm-hmm. um what that group like and how they died off mm-hmm. like you can do a little snippet in there of that where in the movie they that was the part where they found that thing and they had to use the sweat yeah to get it to could work. just peed on it yeah well that, that too <laughs> um here's an interesting thing thing though two things first off I'm going to read a tweet, and James Wan actually responded to it. Producer of this, going to be a producer of this movie, directed the Aquaman movie. So the tweet that, this is Scott Mendelson, um, put this out. The alleged The Trench Aquaman spinoff is essentially applying the Conjuring Universe model to DC film brands. So you like this killer doll in that one scene, or that scary nun in that other scene, Enjoy a whole movie about that killer doll and another with that evil nun. I get what he's trying to say of basically, oh, you like this? Let me give you a full movie of it. Mm -hmm. Um, James Wan replied to that and said, during the early stages of pre-production, I fell in love with the trench and its designs and secretly hoped to explore this world further slash more. Now I'm not confirming or denying this project, winky face. Um, Whereas we're now also getting theories where basically there's one on screen rant where they have a theory that this trench movie is getting the um, Cloverfield treatment, um, as they call it, where basically it's um, what's interesting about Gardner Fitzgerald coming from Bad Robot is abrams uh let's see retrofitting them into the cloverfield universe cloverfield 10 lane was originally from a script called the cellar and cloverfield paradox came from another script called god particle basically what they're saying is Mm -hmm. oh you like this cloverfield movie here we're going to give you cloverfield lane here we're going to give you cloverfield paradox do you worry about that that this is not necessarily going to be like, is it going to be like, eh, did we really need this movie? Is that what we're going to think after we see this? I'm really hoping that because I, like he said, I am really like intrigued with the mm-hmm. trench. I am. That'd be cool. And I, um, as we talked about earlier, um, I think though the 
way to go about it would be to show, sort of show the whole evolution of the the whole. I'm gonna call it the city of the trench. Yeah, and like how they're, and you can slowly, slowly show also how their monarchy like they're evolves. They're supposed to be like the savages. In yeah, my mind. they're consider well from Atlant- Atlantis's mm-hmm. point of view, they're all devolved. But guess what? Actually, I just thought about while we were talking on the podcast. Mm-hmm. What can't normal Atlanteans do that the tr- everyone from the trench can? Breathe under water. No. Breathe above water. Breathe above water. Yeah. Only eh. only high level Atlanteans can do that. True. But like, because I'm trying to think. Of course, Arthur could, because he's part human. Yeah. Um. But Mira was it? Mira was able to, and um, his father was. His or father, her father and mother, was. And his mother. Yeah, his mother could, and so could um um uh William Defoe's character. Obviously, that wasn't Mira's father. Yeah, he could. William no, Defoe's I'm... like sage-like character that I can't remember his name. And then um his brother Orm. Orm, thank you. I couldn't remember his mm-hmm. name. Ocean uh, Master. Yeah, Ocean Master. Thank you. Um he could too. Mm-hmm. But it's only high class. True. Of those, but everyone from the trench could because they're all con- mm-hmm. those all are considered as you were reading earlier, there's those are all considered worker class. Mm-hmm. And then the king and queen are different. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I I get what people are saying. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, you like this from this movie? I get that. I don't have that worry, though, because no. I could tell I could tell right away just by watching the Aquaman movie that James Wan had a special kind of liking or a special connection to the trench. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't, they wouldn't have been in the movie. Because yeah. let's be completely honest. Did they, like... To quote a famous Rickyism from our reviews, mm-hmm. did that really need to be in the movie? No. But was I complaining about it? No, because it was awesome. It was because it was baller, and it added and because you can tell that the director actually liked it, and that showed through the silver screen. And not to mention, it actually added. It actually added to the mm-hmm. to it. So it's like adding. Spice. It was acting. It was adding good spices to a, a meal. Yes. You added some extra stuff that made it taste even better. And it's not necessarily always bad that oh something from this movie spins off into another movie. Exactly. It doesn't or, mean it's going to be bad. It's just he was really he really liked that part, mm-hmm. and they want to dive into that more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dive into it. Because I think <laughs> dive in. Because I think what we're looking at is horror movie tropes. Yeah. Of like, yes, The Conjuring does that, but The Conjuring is a horror movie that falls into its own tropes. Exactly. And what I look at is maybe compare this more to Get Out, the um, Jordan Peele horror movie, um, where that movie was supposed to be something totally different within the horror genre that we have never seen and Mm -hmm. why it was... It was put up for so many awards where this Bless you. Pardon me, I had to sneeze. Gesundheit. This could be that first kind of cause name a superhero movie that we've seen dive into the horror genre. I'll wait. Exactly. You're gonna add crickets in that part, right? Yeah, I'll I'll try. But like <laughs> I'll wait. And to me, this is something that I'm kind of upset that Aquaman's gonna beat the punch to it. Because like I've told you I'll Explain it right now. Batman should have been the one to beat 
beat everyone to the punch on a horror film. You would think so, yeah. But hey, I'm... give me the Arkham Asylum storyline from the comic in that horror film. Yeah, like give me that. That now. should be the one that if anyone does it. But I'm not opposed to the trench doing it because mm-hmm. I that would be awesome to see. And finding I'm... out like how they become what they are, the development of them becoming from what they were to these kind of creatures yeah. that we saw in Aquaman. And I mean, then you can, I don't know, figure out some storyline to mm-hmm. like um, the modern day of what the trench is and mm-hmm. what it does. Any final thoughts on this? Anything? Because I feel like I've hit everything that I need to. I'm pumped for it. I hope it becomes something that looks really cool and not like new. Because here's another thing I'll bring up. Forgot about new this. Mutants. New mutants, man. And, of course, they're dealing with a merger that uh, probably they should have been canned right away. But, like, that's one where it's like they reshot a lot. Yeah. And, like, that's... They might push that one out just because try and get their money back on yeah. putting it together. But, I mean, that's one where it's like I don't expect it to be like that. But, like, that might be people's first impression to the horror genre superhero film. I was going to say then. Which will set the the bar low, which will be good. Because it could exceed expectations. If Aquaman does do this, or not Aquaman, Mm -hmm. if DC does do this with the Aquaman trench, Mm -hmm. and it's successful, you think that could start a whole new genre of superhero movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Horror superhero movies? Because you think about it. There are other, there's not even other characters. If this is successful... Mm -hmm. Blade. We get another Blade movie. We get Blade movies. We get Blade. I mean, Sony's like see if uh, Sony's going to do a Morbius movie, which I'm assuming is going to take some horror background. Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, it's a vampire. It's a vampire that you're talking about. It should take some horror. No, you're right. It should if they they're going to do it right. Um, then you like you said, Batman, Mm -hmm. um, Arkham Asylum, or a man a movie with Man Bat could be a horror movie. Yeah. Um. Trying to think who else. Uh, you can bring in the uh, Dark Justice League mm-hmm. and Justice do any. League Dark. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Close enough. Um, but then you have all any of the characters from Which, that to play around with. That, John Constant, a, Constantine. A, a, Dean, a new Constantine movie because yeah. we had a Constantine movie before. Because, I mean, and the, the thing about that, too, which is interesting, is the whole, like, dark magic side of it. And seeing, like, a Constantine, a Zatanna, um, Swamp Thing, I know we're going to get that in the um, DC universe of TV shows yeah, um, on the streaming service, but getting, like, Dead Man, the Demon. That would be cool. Um, that would be really cool. Dead now, Man. the thing is, does that now then branch it off to, would because you have Swamp Thing being a TV series on the streaming service... Would you then like say, hey, let's keep Justice League Dark to be a TV series on the service instead of a movie on the silver? That way they can combine them, maybe, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I mean, that would be, but at the same time, we have a pull of defenders. We have a silver screen cyborg, and now we'll have a TV cyborg. So they could be. I mean, they can do either way, too. They could be in their own. It could just be alternate realities. True, um, because DC has a lot of of those. I I'm excited for this. I hope it becomes something good. I hope so Any too. final thoughts from you? No, I think I gave you one little extra that uh that we weren't thinking of. Yeah. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Are you excited for this? Does this get your uh your your jimmies going, or are you kind of like, hey, you know what? I'm not really a horror guy. I'm not really a horror girl. I'm not gonna see it. Let us know what you think down below 
in that comment section. I want to thank you guys for checking out the Rick and Johnny podcast. Make sure to hit us up on patreon.com backslash podcast. Make sure to review the podcast on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. I hope we hit that mark for you like we try to do each and every week. And then last but not least, make sure to follow us on Twitter at WarMachine9085. Yes. At Ricky Widmer, at Most Valuable Pod is Most Valuable Podcast. Thank you guys again. I don't know how many times I said thank you, but I'll say it again. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.